0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is in our midst. Having moved beyond the feast of the Holy Cross that we celebrated and that we focused on for several weeks, we now move into a new period of our liturgical year. The Gospel that we just heard was the first Sunday of Luke, and so we move out of the Gospel of Mark, Matthew previous, then Mark, and now into Luke, and you hopefully can tell that there is a difference in the manner in which the words and the message and the way you read the Gospel is presented. Now most of us know or should know about Luke. Luke was, unlike his fellow disciples, was a Gentile. Luke was from another part or another area of the world at that time. Luke was a physician. Luke was someone who was systematic in the manner in which he presented both the gospel that he was the author of, is the author of, and also the book of Acts which is why he's often thought of or referred to as a historian. He's very systematic in the way he presents things. And the messages that come from his gospel and from the book of Acts are very direct and very understandable, and as it is so much in this gospel that we heard today. But having understood or been presented with the mystery and with the theology, of the cross, about our Lord's, about our Heavenly Father's, rather, divine love for His creation, as we heard in the Gospel several weeks ago, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever should believe in Him should not perish but have eternal life, into now this response. And I spoke last week about it being personal, the cross. And now we hear today about the response for us as Christians, as followers of Christ. There are two important points to lift up and to bring out and to apply for us from this gospel. The first one relates to the response by Peter and by extension the other disciples that were with him and by further extension to us today. Because as we know, our Lord chose fishermen to do his bidding. Fishermen to bring the good news, the Evangelion, to the world. And and we know this so beautifully expressed in the hymn of our church that we heard just a few moments ago, that he chose fishermen. Fishermen to bring the truth, the knowledge, the teaching of Christ to the world. And it even says, which is a direct reference to this gospel passage, to draw all the world into the net, the net of the good news. And so our our own hymn expresses so beautifully the mission, the charge of the disciples. But Peter and the others, being fishermen, had just toiled all night. They've been fishing all night long. Now, those of you who've been fishing out in the ocean or or so-called deep sea fishing, it's not so much deep sea when you go, you have guides, you have people on the boat, you walk on the boat, you have refreshments, you have all these different things. You go out a little way, a bunch of people, you throw your line over, they put, the, they put the, the bait on the hook, you throw your line over, you down, you bring up your fish, they take the fish off, they go, I mean, that's not fishing, right? Um, <laughs> But we think it's fishing and i've been on many of those myself too so this is fishing this is toilet because it's not just to catch a fish but it is their livelihood it is for their own sustenance and it's also for them to be able to sustain and to support themselves and their families to fish so they had done this all night long and nothing they came away with nothing so uh they're ready I think, to call it a day, so to speak. I can imagine they're pretty tired, as, as we know, they toiled all night. But then, our Lord teaches them and teaches the people around. So they go out in the boat, you know, the Lord's sitting down and He teaches them. And then, I'm guessing, if it was me, I think, this is these are wonderful words, I'm with my Lord, you know, now I've been fed spiritually, let's go back to shore and let's eat. And then let's go home and let's rest. But no... Our Lord tells Peter, the leader, to do something. He tells him to to let the nets down again, and to do it right then. And Peter, I'm sure, going through his mind is, why? We just were fishing in the same place, nothing. Nothing was there, but why do this? But yet, he didn't say this, he said, if it is, essentially, I will do what you said, and by extension, the disciples, I will do as you say. So the first point that comes from this, or the first lesson for us, is just as Peter was, even though he may have questioned, even though he may have, in his mind, thought, this can't possibly happen. He was obedient to the will of our Lord. He listened to him. He did as he was told to do. He had faith even though many would look at him and others and say, this is crazy. This is impossible. This can't happen. This won't happen. And yet he was obedient. He was obedient to carry out the divine will because this was his Lord who was speaking. Now, I know that we speak of obedience quite a bit here in our orthodox confession of faith. As we say in Greek, obedience, to be obedient. And I think we we sometimes miss the point of what it means to be obedient. Certainly, in this case, Peter did as he was told. But it goes so much beyond that, to be obedient. Because to follow the Lord, to obedient to the Lord, is not the same as do this and do that and do this and do that. Now, we oftentimes hear this in the Gospels about the military. We talk about the centurion in one of the Gospels. And he even said himself, I tell these people to go here and go there, and they do this and they do that. But as it is your will, in the case of the centurion, there was a miracle that occurred. And in the case here, another miracle occurred. It was through the expression of faith. Even when The next time they went out fishing, the same thing may have happened. They may not have caught anything. But they continue. They continue and they continue in their life. And then ultimately, I'm talking about the disciples, ultimately, and this is the second point, being a disciple is one who learns. Being apostle that they became later was one who was sent forth. But first they were disciples. First they learned So the first thing they did was they knew about Christ. They had a knowledge about him. He taught them. The second thing they did was they grew in their own maturity. And we see this through the Gospels. Even up until the time of our Lord's passion, there's still the evidence in the Gospel that they didn't quite get it. They still stumbled and they fell. Peter himself the leader of the disciples we know did this. It wasn't until finally his ascension and his appearances that they grew in their understanding, their knowledge of Christ. And they were able to now go forth and preach the good news of Jesus Christ. So they they knew and then they grew to know and to grow, and then they went. They went forth and they preached the good news of Jesus Christ. To know, grow, and go. Now most of you don't see that connection there, some do, because that was a theme that we we had in our YL conference so many years ago. To know, grow, and go. But that's what this, this passage is telling us. Just like the disciples, when they were students, knew about Christ and they grew in their understanding about Christ, but then they went forth and they served. They were obedient and then they were disciples and then they became leaders and then they brought the good news of Jesus Christ to the world. You see, this is what we are called to do. We first have to know about Christ. And thank goodness we in our parish are growing in our maturity with our leaders and our leadership to be able to offer more and more opportunities for all of us to know about Christ and to grow in our Orthodox faith. But it's up to us to hear, to grow, and to do. And by doing so, we too respond to the call of Christ, just as these first disciples did so that we too can grow in our own faith and become leaders. After our liturgy today, when we go to the community center, you will be presented with a wonderful opportunity to learn about the many and varied ministries and organizations we have in this beautiful parish of Holy Trinity. Please take the time to go around to see and visit with all of the leaders of these ministries and organizations. Because it will give each and every one of us an opportunity to know, to grow, and to go so that we too, as more and more are drawn into the net of our faith, will have that same opportunity to know and to grow and to go. It's our calling. This is where obedience comes in. Even if we don't catch fish, even if we're not successful one time or two times or three times. We must, through our faith and our commitment, continue, continue to throw out the net, continue to draw people in, continue to be there when they come in so that we too can teach the good news of Jesus Christ. This is the gospel that is presented to us today. This is the beginning of a new period in our liturgical year. And so I hope and pray that it will encourage each and every one of us to express an obedient and humble heart to our Lord, to his body, to the church, so that we too may, just as those first disciples did, become apostles, become those sent forth to preach, teach the good news of Jesus Christ. Let us be like them today to go forth to do the very same thing to the world. Amen.